0: Well, amen and glory to God. Happy Tuesday to you. I hope your life is going wonderfully. Uh, If not, reset and make a different choice and get it going in the right direction. Well, amen. Let me pray over you, pray for you, pray with you real quick before we get started Lord, I thank you now for peace. I thank you now for strength. I thank you now, Lord, may there be a holy boldness that rests on the body of Christ. I thank you, Lord, for an inner strength, a Holy Ghost strength, the lifting of our spirit. I thank you, just like in Acts 8, you said, 1-8 rather, uh, you said that power would come on us by the Holy Ghost. Wait till we've been endued with power, or wait till power, the Holy Ghost power, until we minister. So we receive the power now, Lord. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. May it rest on us, may it propel us, may it stir within us in Jesus' mighty name. And I speak this over you, I come against every evil attack of Satan, I pull it out by its roots, I curse it, and I command it to loose its hold in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, uh, once again, I love these Tuesday mornings uh, with you or whatever time you listen to them, but I do these every every Tuesday morning for you. Uh, and when God drops something in my spirit, I just get right right to it. I hook it up, uh, push record, and begin to uh, let it flow. So, uh, get your Bible, get your notebook, get however you take notes and, and keep track of things. And let's just get into the Word of God. I, I want to deal with. Uh, we've been dealing with end time spirits, the end time anointing, the victory anointing. And, you know the, the the attacks of Satan. Uh, we've been dealing with so many things in these last couple weeks together, uh, but I want to get into and, and kind of flow in the same you know, lines of what we're dealing with. Once again, the, this end time last days anointing, or uh, let me even preface this, when I say last days, you ought to get excited. The, the, the phrase we are in the last days is not a doom and gloom phrase. It, it would be like this. It, it would be like if you, if you desired a destination, Maybe you're far away from home, but you want to go home, and and the day or the week before you got to go home came, you wouldn't be aggravated about it. You'd be getting excited about it. You you'd be you know you'd be thinking of the things of home, the smells of home, the taste of home, the looks of home, the feeling of home, whatever reminded you of home. Well, heaven is our home. Uh, when we got born again. If you will, uh, we traveled back through uh, time, or or we uh, ended one life and we begin a new life. But our new life is heaven. We come through the birth canal of heaven, uh, and we got born again. We're a born again spirit. Your body didn't get born again. You know, we renew that uh, with a scripture by the Holy Spirit, conviction of the Holy Spirit, power, ability of the Holy Spirit working with us. Uh, Your soul gets ironed out and gets help as as this new spirit shows up on the scene, this God spirit. So when I say end times, you ought to just say, woohoo or, or shout glory, hallelujah. Uh, too many Christians are running in fear from the end times. The, the, the word end times makes them nervous. The only time that phrase should make you nervous is if you're not rapture ready. Uh, yeah, now, I don't know if you want to, you know, those of you who are, Can go ahead and shout. Those of you who aren't, you better just figure out how to become rapture ready and leave when we leave. Amen. So, I want to deal with a few things. I want to deal with, you know, a holy boldness or or this fight spirit. You know, every single person develops, yes, write that down in your note, every single person develops a fight or flight attitude, a fight or flight spirit. Uh, it's very simple. Uh, when uh, trials, when tests, when attacks uh, seem to arise, you'll do one or two things. You'll either fight and you'll, you'll run towards the opposition uh, with boldness or you'll flight or you'll turn and run from it. Now, now in the spirit realm, uh, one comes by way of faith and the other comes by way of fear. Uh, so, those who are strong in faith, we know how to fight. Not only do we know how to fight, we work the mechanics of that fight muscle every day by fighting the good fight of faith or by fighting to stay in faith. That's what that scripture means. You fight the good fight of faith or fight daily to stay in faith. So, we're prepared. You know, if you've been a Christian one, two, three, four, 20, 50 years, you ought to have been fighting that fight, and that faith muscle ought to be so built up. That when something comes your way, you know how to automatically run and face the opposition. You, you, you know what to do. You don't need to stop and begin to think, what do I do? How do I deal with this? Do I pray? Do I fast? You should have already been praying and fasting, and when that thing arises, you know how to attack, and you know how to get the victory. Glory to God. Yeah, glory to God. Go ahead. Glory be to God. 1 John 5 4 says, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Yeah, uh, uh, your victory comes by way of faith. You learn how to walk in faith, you learn how to live in faith and you'll walk in victory every single day of your life. You can almost use that word faith and victory synonymously. If I walk in faith, I walk in victory. If I'm a person of faith, I'm a person of victory. Come on now, good preaching, glory to God. So we we got to turn on and we got to begin to get a heavenly let's say a, a heavenly refocus. I I think the world's working so hard Satan and his demons are working so hard to uh strip us and to begin to kind of get us to a place where we're so uh, heavy and burdened and, and and beaten down uh that we can't forget who we are, we kind of forget the ability that God's given us. We kind of forget uh, God's side of the covenant that He's made with us. Now that belongs to us, power and ability of the Almighty, because we're we're burdened. We're, we're, we're you know the Bible says heavy laden and burdened. Well, you remember this: the anointing. Come on now, glory to God. Oh yeah, the anointing. According to Isaiah, the anointing destroys the yoke. That's the attack. That's the sin. That's the, the, the potential bondage. Or, or if you're bound, you get under the anointing. The anointing will destroy that bondage, that yoke. And then the Bible says that the sorrow will be lifted or there comes no sorrow with it. And then Jesus said, hey, uh, take on of me for my yoke is easy and my burden's light. If you yoke up with the right person, uh, they'll do the work. And your part becomes easy, and you're not burdened every day. And that's what Jesus says: just take on me, you'll put on me. Uh, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. How do I? You can take on Jesus. So, you know, whatever potential stress appears, whatever attack of Satan appears, you can just hitch up to Jesus, or stay hitched up, and and, and God will begin to work through Him and deal with. That's how faith works, and deal with the problem uh deal with this attack and you'll just sit back and say this is easy. Hey, there there's not a weight or a burden here. This is easy. So we got to get a, we got to refocus. Uh come on, turn with me, go to to uh oh, Romans 12. I hope I'm already helping you. This is called an exhortation and, and when I exhort you, kind of build you up. You get you just you kind of get, you know, renewed and say, "Okay, I'm I'm getting ready now." Get ready now. Stop this doom and gloom, cast off, cast away, cast out, cast down all these these weights of the world, all this heaviness of the world, all all this concern of the world, cast it off. Just cast it off yourself. Say, I'm a God person, I'm a God man, I'm a God woman, I'm a person of God, I have no business carrying the weights of Satan or the weights of the world. I'm not confused. Come on now, let's say this out loud. Uh, say, I'm not confused, God's Come on, you ready? Say it again. I'm not confused. God's not given me a spirit of confusion. Uh, God's not given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. I really want to key on on that sound mind. Say, I'm not confused. I have a sound mind. I'm not confused. I have a sound mind. I know how to think in line with heaven. Say that. I know how to think in line with heaven. Therefore, the weights of the world are uh, are 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 no match for me. I, the weights of the world have nothing to do with me. They're irrelevant to me. The concerns and the weights of the world are irrelevant. Say that. The concerns and the weights of the world are irrelevant uh, to me. They're irrelevant. They, I, they're they not relevant to me. Come on now. That's good preaching. Glory to God. Romans 12, oh, 1 and 2 uh, says, King James Version, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service now pay attention here cuz we're talking about uh, you know refocus renewed mindset uh we're talking about clear focus you know we're talking about that new uh, end time victory spirit we got to hone in on it we got we got to shed some weight now uh, uh so 2 says and be not conformed let's look at the word formed Take the word "cun" and let's just look at the word formed. This word says that information, someone or something has the ability to form something in you with that information. Alright, let's look at it a little further. But, uh, God says, I am the potter, you are the clay. So as a believer, uh, we ought to be in the master's hands. And we ought to get our information from heaven and therefore God now is forming in us a fierce, bold, unstoppable man or woman of God. But if we lend our ear or if we surround ourselves with ungodliness, uh, we're still being formed by something, by information Uh, by what we hear, what we see, what we're subject to, something's forming you. Something's forming something in you. I'll give you a moment. What you lend yourself to the majority of the time is what is being formed, the image that's being formed on the inside of you. So if if you're a worldly Christian, (laughs) <laughs> uh, but Paul said. Paul talks about a, a backslidden or a or a young Christian. Oh, what's the word? Help me, Lord. A carnal Christian. Paul said, you know, th- "There's carnal Christians. If you're a carnal Christian, young, backslidden, ignorant, whatever you want to call it, Christian, and you think that you're going to be a born again believer, but stay in the world, you're mistaken." And and, and that that spirit of the world is going to form an image on the inside of you. And at some point in time, that image is going to get bigger and it's going to gain strength and it's going to begin to run your life and it's going to run you away from God. All right, let's look at this. Uh, I've taught you this. I've been teaching this for years. Faith creates the image of God on the inside of you. Well, we know according to Romans ten seventeen. so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We know, according to Genesis one twenty six, that God created us. He said, "Let us create a man in our own image, in our own likeness." So He created man, male and, or, you know, the human mankind, male and female. God created He them. So, uh, if we were created in His image and we serve a faith God, that's who God is. God creates by faith, recreates by faith. God does nothing outside of faith. So if I hear the Scripture, God's Word, resounding in my spirit, uh, I'm going to begin to create the image of God on the inside of me, and it's going to give me holy boldness, or it's going to give me strength. But if I just take on, you know, uh, one time Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but then I live in the world, I'll lose focus. And I'll refocus on the world, and then the world will begin to conform or, or form within me and I'll begin to conform to the world, or, or that form that the world's uh, portraying to me. Oh, come on now. Say amen, because I'm preaching good. And, I'm, and, and this isn't doom and gloom, or this isn't a correction or, or trying to hurt you. Uh, one of my assignments here on this earth is to build up a body of Christ, to build up a strong uh, people, a people of God, to not only rescue some people, but the people that we rescue then to build you up and make you a fierce machine. A fierce heavenly being that is fierceless, unafraid, bold, walks in love, walks in the nine gifts, the nine fruit. That's that's one of the assignments. In order to do that this is called the sharpening process or the honing process. we got to remove some steel in order to sharpen the edge. Be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That uh, ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now let's just think for a second. We got conformed or formed, and then we got uh, formed once again, but the second formed is to be transformed. Oh, So we got conformed where you can conform to something, conformity. That means I, I'm submitted to, and in submitting to, I kind of uh, conform into something. And then you got transformed, which is the Greek, Greek word uh, metamorpho, which is metamorphous, which we get in our, our natural tongue today. And that means uh, uh, transformed or transfigured by supernatural change. Whoa! Glory to God. Come on. And to, you're going to conform carnally, but you transform uh, supernaturally in the spirit realm to metamorph. Come on now, say amen. All right, let's look back to Acts now. Acts 1.8, the day of Pentecost, the Bible promises that you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. The power of the Holy Ghost is that transforming power of God, that transforming or transformation power or anointing of God that begins to change you from the inside out. It begins to grow within you. Your spirit's within you. It begins to grow you up on the inside and then the outside begins to line up with with what's on the inside. Hey, I'll look at it, let me tell you like this. There's a lot of carnal churches, meaning they're they're minus the spirit. The spirit is absent in a lot of churches. A lot of churches are man-led, man-driven. They're a church with the Word without the Spirit. Uh, they're a church w- like the end time church the Bible talks about in Timothy and Thessalonians. The, they'll have like an element of God or, or some kind of God, but the, they'll not have the full power. They're not going to operate in power. Uh, but but when you have a the anointing, or if you're under an anointing, then you have the ability to be transformed. God will begin to transform you. Oh man, this is good. Now why you say, I'm not a Bible scholar, I'm not going to Bible college, I'm not going to preach, I'm not going to teach. Hey, as a believer you need to understand these truths for business, you need to understand you need to refocus to be a mother, a father, a friend, a brother, a sister, a grandfather, a grandmother, a businessman, a businesswoman. Uh, You need to understand, you need to have clear heavenly focus uh, no matter what you do, no matter what you're involved with, whatever you put your hand to, God said it'll prosper, but in order for it to prosper you've got to bring he- the elements of heaven to it. So we've got to cast these things off. Come on, are you still there? Am I helping somebody? Say amen. Go to Colossians 3. Wow. Colossians 3. Let me look a little further here with you. Uh Set your affections on things above, not on this is Colossians three two Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Wow, think about that again. I was talking to a dear brother yesterday, and I said, uh, we most Christians know more about what's going on in the world today, all the doom and gloom, all the lies, all the false reports, uh, you know, all the false records. All the false, you know, averages and you know, deaths and death tolls and sick tolls and you know, virus tolls. We study most Christians study that more so than they know the Word of God. Uh, how come? If it's a set your affections or set your mind. When you set your mind to something, you're affectionate about something. So the King James here just said, "Be affectionate about the things above." Or we can even go a little further. Meditate on, think on, continually. You you, you meditate and think on the things of God, uh, uh, things that are above, not carnal or earthly things. You can know those things, but you got to keep them in that that in their place. You can't exalt the information of this world above the information of God's kingdom. You can't do it. Uh, you'll end up having another god. And God said, "I will have no other gods before me." Come on now, say amen. Uh, all right, let's let's go. We'll go in reverse. Go to three one. If you then being uh, risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And then once again two, set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Your God didn't call you to be a scholar concerning COVID. God didn't call you to become a master. On, on this you know, this disease, this COVID germ or disease. He didn't call you to do that. You can have knowledge of it, but you better make sure you build up the knowledge of God above this thing or you'll fall prey to it. And that's where the fear comes in. It, it, whatever you submit, if you submit to the things of the earth, you build fear. You submit to the things of God, you build faith. And so many godly people are under fear because they meditate on the things of this world over than the things of God. Preaching pretty good, if I say so myself. Amen. Now, that once again, we're not uh, dooming and gloomin' anything. Like, we're not uh, sitting, uh, uh, oh, woe is me. No, this is a build you up. This is a get you ready. This is let's leave this planet on fire in victory, uh, arrayed uh, like the bride of Christ. No fear, no confusion. You know, let's know what's going on. Let's get uh, sober minded. Go to Psalms 1 quickly. It says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner. Oh, I like this. Uh, uh, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. Let, let me New Testamentize this for you. All right. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the world, nor nor standeth in the way of sinners. That means uh, hanging about, chilling with, having dinner with, having coffee with, at the bar with, at the ball game with. If your uh, immediate, you know, group of people are all sinners, you got a problem. You say, well, I'm trying to win them. Well, how many years are you gonna try to win them? Either win them or not, but get away from them. Get them saved and hang. Or if they deny, it, get away from them. They're taking. They're pulling you down. And this scripture says, "Nor sitteth in the sea of the scornful, but his delight is in the word of the Lord." And in his word doth he meditate day and night. Just right under that word, meditate, thinks on. You know, you can think on and do your job at the same time. You can. You're you're so complex. The human mind, the human body. God has made us uh, so complete and so complex at the same time. And and, and there's so many, oh man, I I, I don't have the vocabulary to explain how great and magnificent the human mind is and what it's able to do. But I'm telling you right now, I preach on Sunday morning. While I'm preaching to you, I'm having a full conversation with God, and another part of my brain is going through the notes and the study time I studied that morning or the day before. And another part of my brain is, is dealing with the people's faces so I'm able to do these things. Uh, I can go put my hand to something, and I can think, now, there's sometimes in business it takes all of your ability to focus on something. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about just like you, you, can, you can focus on a threat of the world or a threat of Satan for days upon days upon days, and it makes you sick. Well, you don't do that locked up in your room. You 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 focus on that. You think about and meditate on the threats of Satan at your work, in your car, at a concert, at a baseball game, at a football game, when you're on a date, when you're out to dinner. So why not think about the things of God? Why not think on the things of God? Three, it tells you if you do, you learn how to do that. You, you start creating a discipline. It says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but they are like a chaff that the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. righteous. Uh, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Are you here? Come on now. Say amen. Say I'm learning something. Say thank you, Lord. we got to refocus. we got to get a clear vision. Uh, we have to get clear focus. we got to get a, a God mindset or, or, or a correct mindset, a heavenly mindset in the day, in this present hour in which we're at. And we got to cast off once again. Just say, hey, whatever you're dealing with, I'll go through a few things. Uh, pr- financial pressure, fear of death, fear of COVID, uh, fear of the government making you get a shot. Fear of who's in 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 the office in the White House. Fear of who's uh, you know the Speaker of the House. Fear of the Vice Pro. Whatever whatever it is. Whatever it is, just say uh, say that thing now. Just say it. Say it out loud, and then say, "I cast you down. I cast you off. I cast you out." COVID. I cast you down. I cast you off. I cast you out. Uh, uh, fear of financial. Uh, lack, I cast you off, I cast you down, I cast you out. Uh, Fear of having to get a shot, I cast you off, cast you down, come on, cast it off, cast it out, cast it down. Uh, Fear of this doom and gloom, end of the world, The wrong mindset, I cast you off, I cast you down, I cast you out, in Jesus' name, go from me, in Jesus' name. Angels come minister to me, in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hey, uh, I'll tell you another thing, we got to close here. Uh, it's become a like a curse or an ugly word in the church the word holiness is a beautiful word the word god said, jesus said be holy as i am holy that means to set yourself apart not from god not from god's people not from the system of god here on this earth but from the ungodly thing you got to set yourself you got to cut ties with the ungodly thing but uh, uh, purity or holiness uh, brings a boldness and confidence on the scene yeah when when you're when you be the more holy you become i'm not talking about holier than now and and you put everybody down and you become you know righteous to a fault and no one's worthy i'm not talking about that i'm talking about uh when you get you know, speak- begin to run away from sin and take on God and put down sin uh a, a holy boldness comes on you. Uh, heavenly confidence comes on you. It, it gives you ability. Come on. It, it gives you sound-mindedness. It, it sharpens those things on the inside of you. It brings that on the scene uh, of God. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, thank you for it, Lord. Come on, shout. Say amen. Say I glorify you, Lord. I just take a moment to glorify you above everything in my life. Every uh, ungodly thing in my life I, I set you uh, high above, and I glorify and I magnify and, and, and the name of Jesus over it all. Yeah, over it all. Over every problem, over every pressure, over every weight, I, I, I magnify, I glorify the name of Jesus. I set the name of Jesus higher than everything I'm presently dealing with. And I now take on a clear mindset, a heavenly focus, new vision, a uh, new ability. A Holy Spirit fill me, fr- fresh, fr- fresh in me. Refresh me. Strengthen me in Jesus' mighty name. Well, uh, we're about out of time. I hope these help you. I, I, I really do. Uh, My job is to make sure uh, you have a good life here, you fight off the demons here, you walk in victory here, you bring some other people to heaven. Come on, the presence of God is with you here, then we'll go to the presence of God together uh, there on the other side. Well, happy Tuesday. Uh, Be blessed. I speak health, life, strength, wealth over you, over your family, over your children, your grandchildren. In Jesus' name, and I say to you, the scripture out of Isaiah, no weapon formed against you shall prosper in Jesus' mighty name. Well, God bless you. Until next time and until next week, I love you. Uh, it's Pastor Rich. I'll see you soon.